I'll drink, I'll eat all of them forever. Okay. I wish I had some decaf coffee. Oh. Doesn't a good glass of decaf coffee with one of those shortbread cookies sound a good? Good glass of decaf coffee. I don't know if I'm showing my age, but phenomenal. Woo. Little nightcap, no booze needed. No, I drink decaf at work because if I'm like two cups in, I'm like, da, 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 like <laughs> vibrating around, and I'm like, oh girl, you gotta take it down a peg. <laughs> she and only one machine does decaf, and it's not that good, but I gotta do it. So I doctor it up, you know, with that caramel sauce, little vanilla. A little sweet and sweet and low, a little French vanilla. Not all of it at once. But. I tried telling my doctor I have one mug of coffee a day, and then Why I was like, I? "Yeah, I was." He's like, "Do you drink coffee a lot?" And I was like, "Well, like, you know, like probably like a mug here or two and, at home." And then and I was there. like, "I'm lying to you. I don't know. Why I'm doing that. No, I drink like 32 ounces a day." I was like, "I have a sip club membership, and it's wonderful." And he's like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> okay. That that acid that you're feeling, that's it. That's the coffee. <laughs> You can't sleep? Yeah. Mm, well, I have 32 reasons. <laughs> your teeth are just disintegrating. Yeah. yeah. You're, 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 you're drinking it at 4 p.m.? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's part of it, sis. Is that an IV line with coffee in it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's nitro cold brew, baby. Fizz <laughs> it up. Ugh. God, I love coffee. Don't I'm the drink. worst with it, though. Like, I will stop at Starbucks and then, like, drink at coffee at work also. Mm. It's a meal. I see no issue. Like all the memes that have to do with coffee, I'm like, yes. You, mm. Like, why are you, like, feeling anxious, little, really jittery? Have you eaten anything today? Yeah. I've had, like, 32 ounces of coffee. <laughs> a lot of ice in that. A yeah, ice. a lot of ice. Yeah. A lot of creamer. And do you know when up. you drink coffee? Sunrise. This is Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. I'm Morgan. Hey. Or if you're yeah. Sarah, you drink it at any time of the day. No, I do have to stop drinking caffeine at noon now. Oh, nooner. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm a okay. nooner. Okay. Lemonade. You know what fucking pissed me off? <laughs> it begins. It begins. I went to Starbucks probably two weeks ago, and I was like, hmm, you know what? They've been advertising that pistachio cold brew. Let's try it out. Bro. Fucking fire. Oh, okay. So good. I was like, hell yes. That was on a Saturday. So then when I went to work on a Tuesday, I was like, you know what? You have to go in three days this week. Like, let's treat yourself. Get the week started off right. Yeah. Go to Starbucks. Get yourself a big old pistachio latte or cold brew and you'll be good. They fucking stopped serving it because it's seasonal. Mm. <laughs> I had it once. <laughs> so I said, are sorry. you fucking kidding me? Why? Why does that shit happen to me? Why? It still doesn't sound good, but I'm going to take your word for it. It was so good. It if we're sponsored by Starbucks, blink twice. I'm doing the opposite of blinking. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, I could hope, can't I? I honestly want to buy pistachio syrup and, like, try to make it. And if I make it good, I'm going to disprove you, little mama. Okay. No, I happily will. I'm going to get that cold foam up in here. <laughs> okay. Up in here. If it has coffee in it, Sarah's going to try it. So. Oh, for sure. Okay. Well, I'll see what I can do. Okay. But you know what got me really fucked up today? What? You guys know I'm a big podcast gal. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. 24-7. No. Always on a pod. Wait, mm-hmm. are we Old, on a podcast right now? Always on a pod, whether it be this <laughs> or listening to another true crime. Like, I don't even listen to my music that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Miley came out with new music. Psh, I haven't listened to it. You know? Okay, I, I listen to three she songs. She can buy herself flowers, but she can Can she write our notes? She can't. No. She can't. 
But <laughs> today, on my way over here, I was listening to Morbid Pod. If you haven't, if you don't listen to Morbid, highly recommend. They're beautiful. They're, you know, n- uh, how do I say this? How do I say this delicately? 65 bajillion times more listened to than us. But good God, they're great. And I was listening to episode 437, which is Listener wow. Tales 70. Yeah, 400 episodes, people. Whew. And it was Listener Tales. And they were talking about this one person wrote in. And I will do my best to summarize, but also, like, not trample all over the story. But this person wrote in and said that they were a vet assistant at the time of this happening. And the setup that they worked was they were at, like, a training hospital. So you had to be referred to this hospital, and it was normally, like, the worst of the worst type of vet situations. And they would send in the student to do all of the work, and then they would consult with the doctor, and then the doctor would say, like, yes, your findings are correct, or no, they're not, or hey, we need to look at this further, and then they would, like, go about it, right? So it's, like, it's, like, a, like, a, something, like, a human, re- like, research center, but for, for animals, okay? Okay. So very high tech. And this, this man and woman come in with their dog, and they're, like, we need you to look it over, and they're, this, this, listener person we'll just i don't even know their name don don was like okay well like what am i what were you guys here for like what am i looking for and they're like we just need her to have a physical and the person's like it's this is like a like you have to be referred here like this is normally for like you've been you need a secondary cancer diagnosis or like stuff like that for your pet and they were like "Mm mm-hmm and they were like we just want you to do a physical and then we'll tell you what's wrong Uh and she they were like okay so like he thought well they're just trying to catch some other doctor like in a lie or confirming that it really is cancer you know sad stuff but it had never been phrased to them this way okay and so this person don does a full examination finds nothing wrong healthy as a horse listened very carefully to the heart to listen to like the faintest of a murmur something nothing wrong goes out tells the attending doctor hey (laughs) not sure what's going on with this family like this is what they're claiming we want you to come in i want you to see like am i is there something i'm missing does the full examination nothing wrong with this dog okay they're like we can run blood work if that's what you want but before we do that like you're gonna have to tell us why you're here right and the family proceeds to say that the week prior no week two weeks prior they had gone to their normal vet because the dog was limping really bad on its back leg and went to the vet and the vet was like they have terminal bone cancer it's best to just put them to sleep because it's just this is it's it's done like they're they're suffering Mm. Uh and you would think this is their secondary diagnosis no they go home and tell their children hey the dog is sick gonna go be with grandma or it's gonna go to sleep and in this small quaint town it was typical that the families would bury their pets on their own property in their mourning and in their grief of having to put the dog down they went on a small little road trip little getaway (laughs) to you know vent let it all out they come home and the dog is sitting on their front porch what 
Did the after dog die? After it had been dead. So it dug what? itself out of its grave. Oh my god. So one of two things happened. What? Either the dog was reincarnated or it wasn't properly euthanized, was buried alive, and dug itself out. That's what I'm assuming. <gasps> Tell oh me this god. is not the most horrifying fucking thing you've ever heard. I thought you were going to go into like a pet cemetery Dude, type thing. so okay. I was... that, Aaron, that's exactly what I was thinking. Ugh. So neither option is good. But here's but either way. I mean, well, actually, one option but is then, good. This is the same dog, so they went to get a second. They said, we have, there is nothing showing up on their scans or in their tests that would indicate that there has ever been anything wrong with your dog. So then what was the first vet doing? They don't know, and they ref- the family refused to tell the vet, the first vet, of what happened. What? Like, they wouldn't, they were like, I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, no, I, I just. Yeah, I know. Like, what? I would be concerned. I'd be like suing the motherfucker. Like, what? I yeah. let you kill my dog, but he wasn't dead yeah. and he wasn't sick. Or he well, was and he came back to life. Like, what are the two options, you know? Yeah. One of them I do like, actually. I would love if he's like, whew. Yeah. But like, the crazy thing is like, he ain't a spirit. Like, he's, the dog is back and like, got assessed by another vet. This is gross. They checked the grave? Yeah. And it, and it was dug up. Yeah. Like, it was put in a doggy bag, like a body bag. Like, it <gasps> got out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see myself out of my own house. Yeah, see my, You're going to see yourself out of here. I'm just... I'm. It fucked me up so bad that literally... Guys, we're recording two episodes tonight, and that's how bad it fucked me up, is that I, I listened to it five hours, four hours ago, and I'm still tripping on it. And there's also another story at the very end, right after that story in that episode, and it also is fucking crazy. So, I hate everything about that. Yup. Is your story crazy? No? My eyes were like, there's, I think my eyebrows are still like permanently raised up. Like, huh? What? Oh, yeah. I need to glow my mind. Like, rub your forehead, relax your forehead, relax your brows, rub the temples. Yeah. It's, I've, no. Uh, mm, No. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That's, That's okay morbid episode oh god oh god uh i dropped my phone Four. or is the dog jesus and he was he- <laughs> 437 guys they put him in the cave and then he came out three days later <laughs> and it's so close to easter it's oh my crazy. god okay but this happened a long time ago but never mind yeah but was it easter it- then <laughs> i would follow mm-hmm. that messiah he's a good boy <laughs> he arose on easter sunday <laughs> Good God. But yeah, sorry. That's just been literally living in my head rent-free for four hours, and I had to say it. So close to bed. Great. <laughs> uh, think about the good... Now you can stay up late thinking about that. Even I'm better. so yeah. sorry. That's think fine. about the cool parts of it. Like, your dog is there. Coming back to life. He hath risen. Aaron, he what do you got? He hath risen. Yeah. He hath duggeth. <laughs> no, wait. That's not funny. That's not bad. It's an Aaron. It's an Aaron-centric no. episode. Let's go. Yeah, go. go. I'm so, so now sorry. I will be apologizing from now on in this new little story. Shit. Okay. Um, Morgan, Aaron, ask and you shall receive. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah, leave yeah. About that for right now. Yeah. Wait, okay. it's one of like five things. Now I'm nervous. One okay. of five things. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'll, uh, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. 
I don't like the eye contact when I'm listening. (laughs) It's December 2009. Oh, she's not even going to say the fucking name. Washington, (sighs) D.C. 29-year-old Tika Adams has fallen on hard times. She's a bit rough around the edges and isn't much of a rule follower. And now she has found herself homeless. She knows that this isn't the life she wants for herself or for her unborn child. So Tika is around... Seven and a half, eight months pregnant um, around this time. And she is able to find a homeless shelter to stay at. Right. And there she meets a man named PJ and they like tie the knot. They get together. Okay. As she's living at the homeless shelter, Tika starts receiving random calls from an unknown number, which to me um, is just crazy to think about how like someone receiving an like a call from an unknown number was so like rare and now it's like every day now you it's get multi- a call yes <laughs> multiple multiple this. multiple spam calls a day it's strange if you don't get one tika answers the phone and a soft-spoken woman who calls herself stephanie tells her she is involved in a program whose mission is to help pregnant women in need <gasps> Stephanie further explains how she is in charge of a storage area where they gather clothes, car seats, and um, other baby items. Uh-huh. Tika mm-hmm. would be more than welcome to pick and choose like any item she needs. When she ends the call, Tika excitedly tells PJ what the woman told her, but PJ is skeptical. He thinks this is too good to be true. He also doesn't like the fact that this Stephanie person is a complete stranger. Yeah. Uh, PJ, PJ, he, yeah, keep it up, bruh. Yeah. Uh, Tika, on the other hand, is a bit more optimistic and agrees to meet the woman in front of the shelter. So Tika sees a woman who looks to be around 35 years old, 200 ish pounds, standing outside of the shelter, who she learns is the Stephanie who had contacted her. Tika remembers how, like, polite and kind the woman was. She gets into Stephanie's car and they pass the time mainly talking about her, how like her pregnancy is going and her recent marriage. They arrive at Stephanie's apartment in Suitland, Maryland, um, which from or per Google Maps is about like a half hour drive from the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, So, yeah. So she takes her about like half hour away. She couldn't just bring the baby. So Tika gets in Stephanie's car. Correct. Got it. Okay. And then Stephanie takes uh, Tika into her apartment, into a bare bedroom, save for like a single mattress on the floor. So it's very unfurnished. Mm -hmm. Quick question. When they met, were they in front of the shelter? That is where they met up at. Yes. And she went boop, boop into her car. Yes. So oh. why Stephanie couldn't bring the baby things to her? Don't know. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. there's just a match on the floor. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The dots are already connecting. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. So Tika just kind of makes herself comfortable. She sits on the mattress while Stephanie turns on a movie and serves her some lunch. It's around this time that PJ calls Tika asking where she's at yeah uh yeah because tika never told pj she was going to meet with a woman who had contacted her (gasps) oh no tika oh no yeah so on the phone she tells him like she's fine and after reassuring him that she is safe they end their call 
shortly after this, it seems like pretty shortly after, the woman turns on a bootleg version of Precious for Tika before she grabs a quilted blanket, throws it over Tika's head, and proceeds to beat her with a metal object. (gasps) Tika recalls getting bludgeoned in the head ten times, but she surprisingly has the strength to stand up and run out of the room. Mama strength. Yeah, Tika. Mama strength. She makes it to the front door, only to discover it's completely bolted shut. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yes. And she has no time to unlock any of the bolts or chains before the woman gains on Tika and jumps on her back, attempting to strangle her in the process. All while she's almost nine months pregnant. Yes. She's in her, like, third fucking trimester. Yes, yes. I don't like any of this. Mm Mm-mm. As she is fighting for her life, Tika can't help but notice how much blood she's lost and how much pain she is in. Her vision is even, like, starting to go blurry. I mean, she got whacked in the head so many times. So yes, I yeah. can only imagine. Tika tries to fight her attacker off, but is no match for the woman, especially as this woman picks up, like, a fireplace poker and swings it down on her uh... head several times before Tika loses consciousness. I bet she does. Yes. However... Not a lot of time actually passes because the next thing Tika sees is the woman's like hands on her ankles, dragging her into another room. Mm. She is pulled into the kitchen and left on the floor while the woman rummages through some uh, drawers. No, 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 no. You don't want that drawer. You don't Mm -mm. want nothing in that drawer. Mm -mm. No, it isn't until the woman returns to her side and a sharp pain takes hold of her body that Tika fully registers what is happening. The woman is cutting her open with a box cutter and is attempting to take her unborn child from her womb. There is a reason that if you're having a cesarean section that you do it at the hospital. Yeah. Maybe content warning if you're eating right now for some reason while you're listening to this. Don't be... <laughs> don't be. <laughs> Just don't be eaten. I are you? Vomit, are you eating? Don't be. <laughs> you should have. Are <laughs> you trying to live a life? Stop it. <laughs> you there with the chicken nuggets? Put them down. <laughs> Put it all down. Ugh. Yes. I just saw Sarah your reactions live. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I just took a big old sip of my wine. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't feel anything under my neck. Is that normal? Wine is fine. Food is not. <laughs> is, that, is that normal? I can't feel my body. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes. As this woman is wounding Tika, the woman is just like, just Tika remembers the woman like praying out loud to God for forgiveness. And then eventually freak. the woman just stops cutting into Tika. Um, so there's, I believe she stops because she was just not able to even get the baby. She was struggling, something. Like, and either she just stops because she couldn't get to the baby or she started having, like, second thoughts. Oh, now you want to have a second thought? Ish. I mean, it's, it's not a fucking easy thing to do. Again, it takes a, a doctorate degree to be able to do this. And even, it's still hard for them. It's strenuous. Yeah. Yes. So regardless of why the woman Mm. stops, um, she leaves Tika on the floor, grabs towels, and begins cleaning up the blood in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, And Tika at this point, like, just has no strength left in her. So she is literally just on the ground watching this woman 
like do what she's doing. Yeah. Watch her. She's cleaning up. Um, after the woman is done cleaning, she picks Tika up like in her arms and takes her to her own bedroom. So now she's no longer in that unfurnished room with just a mattress. She is actually on like this woman's bed. Um, but before she's like, before the woman leaves, she takes Tika's phone and kind of, you know, disables it, turns it off before she leaves Tika on her own. Throughout the night, as her bleeding eventually stops, Tika starts devising a plan on how to escape this woman's clutches. Tika wonders if maybe talking to the woman and like preaching to her human side would help her situation. The fact that her eyes are even still open and she's able to be yeah. making any sort of decisions right now is a miracle. Wild. Wild. Oh. <laughs> Sarah's not well. I'm unwell. Yes. <laughs> this will make you very unwell. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Uh, she mentions that her friends and husband will be getting worried soon and they will start wondering where she is at. Yep. She also just like tries to bring up her kids in conversation and like touches on the fact that like they are both moms. Like this woman has also, I guess, touched on the fact that she has kids. So Mm. she tries to bring that up, but the woman just, I don't know if she isn't having it, but she's just not responding to she's like disassociating probably because she don't have no kids in a way yeah i definitely say she is disassociating but even though she isn't responding to tika's questions tika has this feeling that like she is listening to what tika is saying she's there she's this is this like this she's to keep keep going for a reason yeah Yeah. like there's some sort of awareness going on she's not just like fuck you like stop talking blah 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 like there's something there's somebody in there yeah okay something's getting to her but it's not necessarily the response she's wanting okay yeah nor deserving exactly yeah tika fights off sleep for as long as she can but she can't fight it off forever Mm -hmm. she wakes up the next morning and sees the woman is like still just pacing around the apartment tika almost wanting to just in a way like get a reaction out of the woman asks quote why don't you just kill me oh my god like just to see like what is this person's response going to be and the woman tells her quote i have to find a way out of here i gotta find a way out of here end quote so tika just finds this all very like unsettling like honestly her response gives me some comfort though because that tells me she's trying to flee yeah leave me here go ahead go go ahead and go leave you there though in one piece Oh, I'd be like, put a blindfold on me. Never saw anything. Drop me off somewhere. I'm a homeless lady. Aren't you a man? I don't... Who... What? Yeah. Yeah. So, Tika didn't like that response. I see what you're saying. I think it just... Maybe... Oh, to me, that gives me hope. But I can see I'm also, like, not been abused and not been cut Neutral, not great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, time literally passes. And Tika has no idea how long, like, she's been captive for. But... Um, in the episode I watched, three nights have passed when the woman enters the bedroom again with a bowl of ice, some rags, towels, box cutters, scissors, and a knife. No, 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 not again. We're not doing this again. How the fuck has she not bled out by now? I don't know. She binds Tika's hands and duct tapes her mouth shut before (gasps) slicing into her stomach with the various implements. The woman 
just kind of made her scuts, uh, her cuts, excuse me, sporadically. And there were even like a couple times where the woman would just like stop and then leave the room to either answer a call or call someone. What the f- and then she would return. So she wasn't like fully invested isn't the right word, but she wasn't fully like. It wasn't a complete task. Yes. Like one fell swoop. Yes. This is just. So wasn't, she wasn't like, I'm just going to go ahead and get it all done with. She like started and then would like leave and then would come back. And we're still talking cuts around her like her like womb correct uh yeah this is coming at a very weird time in my professional life i've been doing a lot of reading about smart goals and can tell you this is not one it is not (laughs) and i'm happy about that because this seems like maybe in the end it's not a smart goal no no it is not uh it's not measurable oh my god sarah (laughs) sarah where's our yeah i need a hoodie i would like a hoodie i have a hood oh my god i have a hood i need (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not doing good not doing good hmm. yes so again she's being very sporadic she's leaving coming back and continuing the the painstaking process <laughs> of cutting into tika um and during this so this woman mistakenly pierces tika's bladder <laughs> believing she found like the water sack oh my god so this woman is like all ready to go like and literally, like, asks Tika, like, hey, are you ready for me to take the baby out? Thinking she's able to do this. Hey, are you ready? No, fucker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So oh strange. Crazy. But Tika somehow convinces the woman to, like, give her a break. Like, <gasps> I am, like, she's like, I am in so much pain. I am so tired. Like, can you give me How is she even a couple minutes? forming sentences? I don't know. And this was really funny. I okay, I say this is really funny. Just I doubted this episode I watched. So again, I had mentioned how this woman like turns on a movie. She turns on Precious. Well, at this point, while this is going on, so she turns on. I've never seen this movie. It's called This Is It. It's a Michael Jackson movie. Have you guys seen it? No, mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Never heard of it. But Tika is literally like, I hate Michael Jackson. So she has to, she's like, literally says she hates Michael Jackson. And then she is having, this woman keeps on replaying this one part of like a Michael Jackson song or a Michael Jackson whatever thing going on in this movie. And I was like, you know what, girl? If you didn't already hate Michael Jackson at you this point, now. you would have. Yeah, <laughs> that's God. definitely going to have some associations now. She was like going crazy. She was like, why does this woman keep on playing this part of this movie over and over again? You know what? Go for her that she can cling on to something else because she yeah. has to get out of that I body. Mean, fuck, you have to. Yeah. yeah no, you, exactly. You are, you are tapped. So I chuckle at it, not because of the situation, but because of like that one thing. She was like, this fucking Michael Jackson scene just kept on playing and playing and she replayed it. It's some like, gallows humor for it, sure. This drives me so too. This woman is so beyond gone. Mm-hmm. I want to shake her hand. Tika, right? that is. Oh, Tika. Like, the mean mm-hmm. lady? Okay. No, Tika, I don't know how she's alive. Yeah. Mm. and um as we can kind of assume like she finally finally like passes out from the pain like she just can't okay thank god she's not she's human yeah i'm upset yeah. she's still awake i mean i'm glad i bleh, right i got mixed feelings it, yes sarah yes. thank yes. you she wakes up um unsure of how much time has passed or like even the condition she is in she isn't sure what's been going on since she has been unconscious by this point, she has been held in this woman's apartment for four nights. Ah! 
she spots and like when she wakes up she spots the woman like lying near her on the floor in a fetal position so the woman is asleep and her body is in front of the bedroom door but it's not like so it's kind of blocking it but not completely okay Okay. so you just got cut open from like side to side yes so where's your baby it still still there Inside her? Yes. Inside her. The woman has not been able to get it. So if... How the fuck is it baby? Oh my God. Okay. Okay, okay. The woman just has not been... Yeah. Her abductor has not been able to get the baby. If Tika is quiet enough, she believes she can successfully like walk over and like walk over the woman to reach the door. Okay. But then that front door is locked. If that door goes... Mm-hmm. You're fucked. The front door is locked, guys. Sorry, mm-hmm. the front door is locked. Yes. With many of good, good memory. Yes, the front door is locked. Tika, like, turns on her side, notices the bowl. If you remember, there was the bowl of ice. Is placed next to her and tries, like, not to touch it as she, like, slowly moves off of the bed. But her ring does graze it. Ooh. So, you know, it can kind of make that, like, ding yeah. noise or whatever. Her eyes dart to her sleeping captor, but the woman doesn't move an inch. Okay. I hope she's dead. Tika. <laughs> We're not that lucky. Oh, sorry. Fuck. Tika turns over onto her hands and knees, and she wills herself to stand up. Like, su- superwoman. Superhuman. My I thoughts don't. are going so dark right yeah. now. Yeah. Everyone hug your mothers today. Yeah. She makes her way to the door, and as she slowly and, like, silently stretches one leg over the sleeping woman, blood from her stomach, like, drips onto the woman's blanket. I That's literally my dark thought. That was my dark thought. So I don't know if it actually even gets onto the woman, um, but per the story, I don't think it does, and her captor does not move. (laughs) So she does not even notice anything. Are you trying to give me a heart attack? My blood pressure is... that was my plan. My well, guess what? It's a working through the roof right now. Through the roof. I've never been colder and hotter at the same time. I thank God I got my blood pressure t- like checked today at the doctor because yeah, it's astronomical right now. Woo wee! Like her blood. I know. The bladder. It's the. It's, it's all the blood and bladder and <laughs> bile fluids. <laughs> blah blah. <laughs> It's Erin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's when she makes her way to the middle of the hallway, the front door in her sights, when Tika's intestines fall out of her stomach. I knew. That's exactly what my fucking dark thought was. I'm sorry. I forgot that was the worst part coming up. Oh, did you? Did you happen to forget that one little detail? I'm sorry. They fall out. Everyone. Like, literally out. Like, she is holding them in her hands. That's all, like, that's all she can do. <laughs> is anyone else thinking that Chinese was a bit heavy for <laughs> this? Sarah, fuck you. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say it like that, but... <sighs> Sorry. That's what I did. <laughs> okay. Do you hate us? Like, do you want to have a chat off air about what's going on? Remember a chat who requested this? Morgan, Whoa. you good? Whoa, I said a survivor story, bitch. That's all... We better hope that that's what this is. Oh, there better be a survivor at this. The baby, at least. Fuck. Okay, keep on keeping on. She's got her intestines. Yeah, so she's holding 
her, her stomach, insides. Her, her everything. She's holding her whole body together as much as she can. With a baby with inside still. Her oh hands. Oh my God. Yeah, with her bare hands as she continues to walk towards the front door to freedom. She unlocks the bolt and chains as quietly as she can, even though she is in immense pain. <gasps> However, when she opens the door just a smidge, it does make like this creaking noise. And it's very like abrupt, really loud. So at this point, you know, Tika's like, this is my chance. Like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Go, 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 so go, go. So she stumbles out of the apartment. I'm sure she, like, throws open the door or whatever. And she begins to scream for help. Good for you, Tika. She bangs on apartment doors, but no one is answering her <gasps> cries. Oh, my God. The woman, woken up from Tika's screams, finds Tika collapsed on the stairs because she's in an apartment. I think she's on, like, the yeah. fourth or something floor. I'm not quite sure what floor she's on. Um, don't say you drag her back. If she drags her she back, I leave this starts room. starts to drag her back to the, to her apartment floor. So she does try to get her oh, back her. to, um, her apartment building. But Tika refuses to go quietly. She yeah, yells, Tika. hits, and like, she's biting her attacker. Hell yes. The woman tries to quiet her by placing her hand over Tika's mouth, but she's not successful. And thankfully, a neighbor hears the commotion there and we comes go. running towards them from the third floor. Can you fucking imagine no. coming upon that? No. But, so, no. from my understanding, the man saw the abductor first. So the abductor is kind of blocking off, like, his view of Tika, uh-huh. if that makes sense. And she might even still be trying to, like, cover her mouth. <clears throat> so the woman you know, is looking at the man and she's trying to assure him that, hey, I know this person, but she's crazy. She's unwell. I'm trying to get her back into my room, into my apartment, blah, blah, blah. Um, And the man, like, may have been, you know, convinced slightly by her story until Tika lifted her shirt up and said, and, well, shouted, quote, please help me. She is trying to kill me. Like, at this point, he is seeing everything. Oh, my God. And uh, Teek at the time had been wearing, like, this navy shirt. So, from my understanding, too, oh. like, if she was bleeding into it, it may have just looked, like, maybe more wet than yeah. actually, like, bloody. Like, it wasn't a white t-shirt. Yeah. You know? It right? wasn't like you could see the blood through the shirt. Yeah. So, maybe it was... It looks like darker navy blue. Exactly. So, Ooh. he could have potentially believed this whole woman's story... But thankfully, Tika was able to, you know, get the woman's hand off of her. And like, I'm sure this all happened within like 10 seconds as well. Like you have oh, to I'm like sure how fast, like so also fast. like there's no way that she didn't like get blood on the way down the stairs. Like he yeah. probably looked right to the people and didn't even like register. Yeah. 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 And then he's like, oh shit, I'm in a crime scene. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. This woman is yeah. like, you know, you're the crazy one. Holy That's yeah. what I want to say. Like, you know, someone crazy. You is crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Shoo. So, thankfully, he saw all of that. He takes it all in. He turns, runs to his apartment, and calls the police. Oh, thank God, this person. Oh. The abductor doesn't stay behind to wait for the cops, and she ends up fleeing the scene. Cool. Bye. Fuck you. Bye. Yeah. EMTs arrive quickly, and they transport Tika to the local hospital, where she undergoes emergency surgery. When she regains consciousness, the very first thing on her mind um, that she asks the nurse is, how's my baby? And then PJ is actually with her at the hospital, too, when the nurse tells them the news. 
So Tika had given birth to a healthy eight pound, two ounce baby girl. Hey, Tika! I know. Dude, can we just talk about that fucking baby for a second? Yeah. Can we just talk about fuck you, Aaron? I thought you were gonna. Sarah's nips are hard as rocks. (laughs) I can tell. I'm so. She looks down. I can just tell from here because you're goose bumping. Literally, my wrists. (laughs) Can we? I'm sorry. It's fine. It's no. It's a great storytelling tactic. I'm just really upset by it. She ain't even done, bruh. I know. I, I know, know, but it's good. Yeah. You keep on just keeping well, on. What a, fucking, a little bit more left. What a Not light, too much. What a light note. Thank you. I know. See, it usually it's note. the other way around. Usually Morgan has no idea what I'm talking about, and I just watch her the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have heard this one. Oh. I was wondering if you had. I was. Yeah. This is. I don't know. The I, pregnancy ones really freak me out, in case you guys can't tell. No, I know. Yeah. I like don't know why I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me more. Yeah, no, it's fucked up. It's cool. Yes. The fact that cool and both of them survived at all. Like, at all. Like, wasn't, like, in the hospital for years. You know, with the physical. No. Like, our bodies are insane. Mm-hmm. Mom's bodies are Mom's insane. Mom's bodies you know are insane. Like, they say, sorry, whoa. They say, like, if a mom, if a woman who is pregnant, like, breaks her bone or something, that, like, she heals, like, twice as fast because the baby's just, like... I didn't know um, that. Yeah, they no, like, I didn't know that either. Yeah, like stem cells and all that shit. I don't know how we're all... I'm, I'm no fucking scientist, but apparently you heal a lot faster. That's good. Yep. Probably how that... Probably the only reason they survived. And because the fucking captor is a dumbass and doesn't know how to get, deliver a baby. Anyway. Good. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Ain't yes. nobody need to know how to do that besides a doctor. Mm-hmm. She did. So Tika named her daughter Miracle after the whole oh, experience, yeah, which is very fitting. Uh, Tika learns that her daughter, so this is also part of it too, and I mean, I'm not knowledgeable about pregnancy in any way, uh, but I guess her daughter was like balled up, like on the top of her stomach. So, which, I mean, I don't know if that has to do with like how far along she was or what, and she wasn't maybe She hadn't dropped. She hadn't dropped, yeah. So she was farther up. Um, So her like the abductor wasn't able to successfully remove it so again the abductor was trying to get through the uterus and went like fucked up her know, entire fucked her bladder. organs instead what a yeah. fucking bitch yeah um so that was definitely part of it tiga's story was covered on the news and the community came together in support of her so they gathered baby clothes supplies and like just other yeah. gifts cards all that stuff and had them delivered to Tika while she was hospitalized. So, I know. That's uplifting. Okay. Yes, this is, is getting better. Yeah. There are good people out we there. We needed this, Erin. Yes, yes. Um, 40-year-old Veronica Duramus mm. later turned herself into authorities and confessed to Tika's abduction and her attempt at stealing Tika's unborn child. Freak. Duramus uh, pled guilty to first-degree assault in November 2010 and was sentenced to 25 years in prison. Tiga was actually present at the trial, and it was there during some part that Duramus told the court that Tiga was the one that had offered to, like, sell her child for $5,000, and Tiga did not appreciate this and, like, had to be escorted out of the courtroom because she was, like, like tried to go after her i can only fucking imagine like excuse excuse me yeah no i mean i don't blame her whoever the fuck is the other the person the defendant's lawyer is a piece of shit if they allowed her to even say that yeah i don't i have no idea so (sighs) idiot Mm -hmm. so all crazy go off sis (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, but she was um, imprisoned. And I did read a blog post um, that I will add to the show notes that technically Dramas was up for parole <clears throat> last year. <clears throat> but... Hate that. I don't. I haven't Nothing seen any right. news articles about whether she's actually been released Good. or not. So I feel like that hasn't happened, or she's still. But like, what reason did she have to do this in the first place? Like, was her whole defense like, "Yeah, I did it because Tika wanted, wanted to sell baby. the baby, and we couldn't afford to go to the hospital." Maybe, but then she's also with other kids, so I don't know if it's like mental illness is at play or what. So I don't. I don't know. She's dangerous. Very. Very. Very, very, very. I mean, obviously she's not mentally well. She kept a woman for four days. Yeah. Um, But yes, so I'm going to assume, unless I hear anything differently, and I tell you guys that this woman is still behind bars somewhere. Keep us freaking posted, Erin, because I will will riot. I'll write some petitions for that. Damn straight. Yeah. I always wanted to go to the Northeast. It's a good time to go. (laughs) go. Um, but yes, that is the I Survived story of Tika Adams. Ooh, so and I her will, baby! And her baby miracle, yes. So I will have like the I Survived episode number in the show notes as well. But yeah, Morgan oh, requested one and I just, there you go. I needed a fucking good one from you, Erin. A good there Not you that go. your stories aren't good, sorry. I needed a, a happy ending, Erin. Yeah. I mean, it was all terrible until the end, so. <clears throat> yeah. It's all you I don't wanted. get to pick anymore. <laughs> I don't so like going to text me later. <laughs> you have to do this one to smite Morgan. So. It's going to be the darkest, deepest, scariest one you've done. Fuck. It wouldn't surprise me. Sarah. I'm starting to feel better about this. Thank Sarah. you. Thank you. All of a sudden, <laughs> I see the light. Okay. It's a miracle. <laughs> oh, there it was. There's the pun of the episode. That was cute, though, that she had the baby and everything. Like, the community came together. That was a good ending. Like, it could have all been terrible. And I think the only, the only thing I didn't add into my notes, but I'll mention, so, like, the negative side of it is that like with all of her um all the injuries she sustained and everything i don't think she is able to have kids anymore but Mm. she was able to give birth to her daughter so that is you know the the silver lining and the whole craziness yes of of that whole situation i mean i mean to be honest could you imagine going through that again no like your body went through a lot a lot a lot there's a picture of her scar on here. Oh, yeah, no. probably. Oh, really? Well, that's scary. Yeah, it messed up. I mean, I think her whole entire bladder's messed up. Her all of her ton of her organs. I don't. I can't imagine. Also, I just no. can't imagine like being sitting like that for three days. I can't like, imagine surviving. So, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's a survivor. She had. I was about to end it, end the episode with a quote she had said from the "I Survived" episode, but I thought it was just. I don't know. It just. Touched on the fact that she's still, like, obviously the whole situation affected her, but she had such, like, this takeaway from it. And she had not even, like, a positivity, but she had some light to it. You know what I mean? Like, she's making fun of the whole, like, Michael Jackson was on this show. Yeah, and I freaking yeah. hate it. Like, she has a really interesting, like, light to it. So she had mentioned, like, um, you know, oh, God, what is the quote? Something about, like, God cares about her to something with like babies and fools. And I had a baby and I was a fool. And that's how she like, oh, I was God. just like, you yeah. know what? Like that's what a mentally strong woman. It, yeah. I, I, okay. I like how you say that. Yeah. I think that's exactly how it is. As, like, if very, she, as if we didn't know that already from 
getting through all of that. Yeah, yeah. physically, like she, mentally, psychologically. Yeah, she, the fact that she can look back at it and had all had all of these thoughts yeah. and conversations about it is just amazing. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. So, good Tika. story. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, it sounds like I survive stories are pretty cute and popular, or could be. <laughs> just saying, we like a little positive note, A.A. Ron. Doesn't always happen. <clears throat> also, I don't know what's going on with my voice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> sorry, I've been like caught. <coughs> woo! I've been woo! I've been like <laughs> choked up. Yeah, it was a hard episode. It was a hard it was. episode. Woo! Well, if you want to continue to get us choked up, then uh, go ahead and give us a review on uh, Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We yeah. would love a, a five-star review. Yeah, try to make us cry. Yeah, make us make us cry with your positivity, yeah. just like Tika. We want to hear about it. Um, and if you have any topic suggestions, head on over to our DMs. You can slide right in there or to our Gmail, which is SinisterSunrisePodcast at gmail.com. Um, always taking suggestions, always want to talk about your tales. If you have any dreams you need interpreted, true crime that have maybe happened to you or a loved one or any spooky tales, we would love to discuss them on the pod. Um, so just let us know what you guys want to hear from us. And, uh, with that, Aaron, thanks for a finally positive true crime story. Yeah. Maybe a while to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sorry. in the meantime, stay sinister. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Hey. I hated it, but that was good. I hated okay. it. Okay, I hated it. Oh, that. We ended on a lighter note. We did, we did. When you, when you started to say the story, I was like, she's doing it. I survived, I hope. And then, like, I Could heard... Could you imagine if I didn't? Right, and then I heard...